Welcome, this is Concafe for the 28th day of May. Wow, June is almost here. We are looking at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 17 through 19 in the message version of the Bible. For a devotional, we're calling a fresh start, verse 17. Hear now the word of God. Now, when we look inside and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone, a new life burgeons. Look at it. All this comes from the God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationships with each other. God put the world square with himself through the Messiah, giving the world a fresh start by offering forgiveness of sins. God has given us the task of telling everyone what he is doing. This is the word of God for the people of God, and we say thanks be to God. Well, happy Thursday. May this day be a day lined with silver linings for you, dear friend, dear reader, dear listener. As we gather to study God's word, we devote time to prayer. And as we pray this morning, I ask prayers for the mother of a dear friend. Her name is Beth Alm, and she is Randy LeFeisty's mom. She fell yesterday morning, broke her femur up high towards her hip. And uh, they delayed surgery because she takes blood thinners, and she should be having surgery sometime this morning on Thursday. She's been in a lot of pain. Pray for her comfort. Pray for a victory in this surgery. Like always, I invite us to pray for one another and to pray for yourselves. As we've spent this last week discussing the life of John Wesley, I thought out of fairness we would look at the life and ministry of a Roman Catholic priest who blessed me with a sermon some years ago as he preached on EWTN, which is the Catholic channel. His name is John Carapi. He preached on a regular basis and, in my opinion, was a powerful preacher with a powerful testimony of how the Lord reached him when he was at his lowest. From that sermon, I gathered that while not yet a priest, he was a very successful businessman and made and lost several fortunes in Las Vegas of all places. Sadly, while involved in business and doing the things of the world, he developed an addiction for drugs, and that helped him lose the money he had made, and soon he found himself living on the streets of Los Angeles, homeless, broke. It was during this time that his mother sent him a Hail Mary card and asked him to pray that prayer daily, and he eventually did, and as a result, he soon found the courage to make his way back home. As he said in his personal testimony that he televised, if your mom won't take you home, no one will. While there, he stayed in his room until one day he told his mother he felt the need to go to church to confess his sins. And he said, now, I don't want to go to any old church. I want to go to a significant cathedral. She took him to the National Cathedral in Washington, D.C. Basilica, really, for the Catholic Church. He arrived just as a retired priest was sitting in a rocking chair outside the rectory. He told the priest he needed to make his confessions. The priest said he could hear it. So he was led inside the church, and Karapi joked that he surely felt the old man would die from what he would hear in his confession. He had not confessed for many years and had led such a wicked life, he said, during those years that he knew anyone who heard the confession would surely suffer a heart attack. Karapi, and he has since left the church, so I cannot address him as father or reverend, said that as he heard the words of forgiveness after this confession, he heard on the marble floors of that basilica the sound of metal chains falling on it, making a loud racket. 
When he finished his prayers, he told the old priest that he thought now he was being called into the priesthood. That almost killed that sweet man, Karabi shared. He went, received his education, ended up in Rome, where he was ordained by Pope John Paul II in 1991. He said that on that day, Mother Teresa was there, and she stood behind him while he was ordained. As he prayed and recalled his conversion, he said he came to know that God's name is Mercy and added, it boggles the mind how far God can bring the soul. But that's the great goodness of God. I love the message version and the way it shares what we've read before as, therefore, if anyone be in Christ, they are a new creature. All things have passed away. This version says, now we look inside, and what we see is that anyone united with the Messiah gets a fresh start, is created new. The old life is gone, a new life burgeons. Look at it. All this comes from God who settled the relationship between us and him and then called us to settle our relationship with others. Mr. Karapi came to know the new life in Christ and he served the Lord faithfully for many years. Sadly, I have to add that several things happened in his life and he now finds himself inactive from ministry but still speaks and writes for the Lord. As I reheard his testimony as I was preparing for this, I found a detailed account of defense from some of those who believed that Karapi was falsely accused and booted out from the church. Many were the people whose lives he saved and helped transform through the Lord, including several priests that found themselves in trouble they could find in in, uh, Mr. Karapi, a friend and a mentor, and, and one that rescued them. I still believe that he's faithful to God, and as we all know, there's no one perfect in this life except Jesus. What we should learn is this. Jesus offers you and me a second, third, a million new chances if we want. The story of the prodigal son was a story of new beginnings and new life. The loving father and that story is God, and you and I are at one time or another the prodigal son or daughter. If we want to get back into the family, we just have to ask. And just like the story, God lovingly welcomes us back into the fold. Dear one, no need to stay living in a place where you know you don't belong. Step out of that dead-end place and step into life. Read the graphic again. If you've not seen the graphic, it's a beautiful word art that has that verse. 2 Corinthians 5.17 and the version. Uh, most of us know it. And I would pray that that would speak to, to us. Uh, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he or she is a new creation. You hear that? Brand spanking new creation. The old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I don't know about you, but I tire of smelling stale and old. And I desire the fresh smell of the new in Christ Jesus that he has offered to you and me. And it comes just by asking and believing. Let's pray. Loving God, in Christ Jesus, we believe we are made new. We pray for those who have not yet decided to ask for themselves that which they need. Please bless them and allow us to be a blessing to them as well. Make new in us that which has grown old and stale, and restore the newness of faith and hope. This we pray in Christ Jesus' strong name. Amen. Have a great and blessed day in the Lord. Be a blessing of newness with your witness to someone today. 
Thank you for joining today. I pray you receive my blessings of love and compassion. I'm Pastor Adiwan Verde. If this has blessed you, share it with someone. Let people know about the hope that we have and the fresh start that's available for so many, especially during these days. Again, I say, may the Lord bless you and keep you. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Bye-bye.